What's up, everybody? Welcome to Strictly Talking Shit, episode 10. Uh, I think it's called Creator Life or somewhere along the lines of that. Today, we have a very special guest with us, but we are going to grab Adam, our co-host here first, um, for him to join us before we get our guest, Derek. For uh, not having our show on Thursday last week. What's up? We weren't here last week because I had golf up in golf. the uh, club. So. Yeah, the, yeah, the golf. But this week we're here. And we're back with our man. Uh, no introduction needed. Let's put him in oh, here. Oh, you're talking about me? Got you're talking Derek. about me, right? No, no not me. You. You're talking you're about me, right? No introduction we, needed. We got Derek O for real coming in with us today. Let's do it. And hello, Mr. Pittman. Yeah, he should be coming in to search Rock. I don't know who that is. Um, let's see when he's hopping in. There we are. There's our man. And Adam disappeared. Hello. Hey, can Derek. You hear me? Derek, how's it going? Yes, I can hear you just fine. Um, as soon as you came on, Adam somehow got disconnected. I messed okay, up. There we go. I messed up. Perfect. Messed up. Oh, Let's get straight, straight into it. Let's uh, do it. Okay. We have Derek <laughs> over here, and for people who don't know Derek, Derek, maybe uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do. I'm, uh, uh, my name's Derek Newton. I go by uh, Derek For Real on Instagram. I'm a 37-year-old service plumber up here in Kirkland Lake, Ontario. Uh, pretty much born into the trade. I've worked this job my whole life. When I was in school, uh, I was, I thought about being a lawyer. I was all set to go to law school and stuff, but so, you know what, I'm going to, I got a great opportunity to get a trade under my belt and I'll always have that to fall back on to make some money to go away to school. And I just ended up sticking with it. I, I really enjoy it. Uh, just keep plugging away at it. And I work at it uh, with my father. He's uh, 69 years old, still giving her, he was out today and changed a, a sewage ejector wow. down in a pit. He was right down in there and loving it scraping the uh crud off the line so we could raise it up and he still loves all that kind of stuff so you should get that's not so do you have any videos do you have any videos you know what i don't get to work with him all that often he's off with the apprentice i'm usually on my own it's very seldom that uh i grab a second hand it's you know usually just very rare that i'll uh work with someone i i really enjoy like trying to you know see a two-person job and how can i complete that on my own Unless I really need it, and you know, I'll just have someone come nice. in. It'd be cool to see. It would have yeah, been cool to see a video. So did you did you start did you start before that, or were you did you go to plumbing a lot later? I actually started right out in high school. I got into the uh, Ontario Youth Apprenticeship Program. I was uh, kind of paved the way in my town for that, and like even a few years after I finished uh, completed high school, I was coming back there and talking to the kids about, you know, hey, why you should get into a trade, why it's so awesome. Like, well, all my buddies were trying to save up money to get the place to rent and fork it all the way at school. Like, I'm getting ready to go to trade school. I'm looking for cars so I can, like, drive down there. So I ended up picking up a vehicle. It worked out slick. I was able to, to stay with my uncle and uh, collect, uh, what do you call it, unemployment while I went to school. And 
coming back, like houses were at an all time low. So while I was coming home on the weekends, I was shopping for houses and like going to school all at the same time. It was like, it almost seemed like a no brainer. Like why aren't people getting into the trades? But, but yeah, I started out right in high school, uh, wow, come cool. out of high school, uh, went to trade school, 18 years old, all the guys that go. was good and I could get in there was a guy that uh, his buddy uh, or his brother notes and stuff so get through our tests <laughs> but yeah night uh, I was uh, in 2000 you're you're almost like you're almost like 20 years yeah like, I was 19 years old when I got my certificate of qualification it was uh, November 19th 2006 And, uh, yeah, so holy, that's crazy. Family run business, everything. Having a good time. I feel like I'm talking a lot because I'm like super nervous. I've never, you, this is like my first you, time live hey, on are Instagram. You, <laughs> are you on like 5G or are you on like Wi Fi? I'm on 5G. I could try my Wi Fi. My, are, are you on 5G or are you on I'm, Wi Fi? I'm uh, on 5G right now. My uh, internet at the shop here is brutal. I could try to. No, I, I don't even have it, uh, a connection right now. We're working on getting Starlink down here. I don't know if you guys know. Yeah. Oh, so oh God. that was ordered up. I should be here in a, in a week or two. Yeah, no, no, Another thing Ontario, I can right? do here. I'm going to try. Uh... <laughs> you're, you're out. House First Nations. Uh, I'll go outside. My shop's like a little tin building, so it kind of blocks all the signal. It's uh, It's probably nicer out here anyways. Yeah, it, it. I don't mind it, but it's just a little bit choppy when you're talking. So, how are we now? Like we hear half of it and we don't hear the other half. Uh, better. That's a little better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. that's a little better. Oh yeah. Yeah, right on. I can hear you guys Sweet. better too. Yeah, definitely. Okay, perfect. When it's outside. It's the. It's the yeah. tin building. You're safe yeah, from all the UFOs. Our, my shop there. <laughs> oh. That's it is a lot, awesome. a lot better. Man, you live in, in like, yeah, I'm like way at the, like, you're, like, when people talk about Northern Ontario, that's, like, yeah. where I go <laughs> for cottage. So what's your, uh, what's your day-to-day -day look like, usually? Like, what kind of calls do you guys do the most over there? Well, I kind of try not to dabble into the service too much. I try to keep myself busy on installs and stuff. I do a lot of work at the uh, hospital, uh, the uh, extended care, I guess. It's, like, an old age home. Uh, a lot of like uh, mining properties, uh, but just kind of day to day to me is just, you know, I roll into the shop. I've kind of had my plan for the day before I'm going to do. I plan for the worst, hope for the best, load up the van with uh, what I think I might need for the day and just get into it. And while all that's going on, I'm thinking in my head too, like, what can I film and 
how am I going to film it and what am I going to do while I'm filming it and how I might edit it after and all that kind of stuff. So See, that's, that's the interesting so is that of uh, what everybody wanted to come in to listen today, right? Like, I think a lot of people are thinking Instagram or thinking TikTok and being like an influencer or a content creator. Um, so one of the questions I would say is how, how did you get yourself into such a, such a side? Like, how did you one day decide to wake up and say, Hey, you wanted to post some videos and, um, what inspired you to start doing that? I don't know. It just kind of happened. Like it, it was just something I kind of did for myself. Like Facebook was kind of bigger in my area. So I just kind of stuck myself on Instagram. Not a lot of people were on there and I was like, ah, this will just be like a little little dump where I can kind of hide my stuff just for you know future reference like all these like videos seem silly or whatever but like they all kind of mean something to me it's just like a little like I'll I'll always remember making a video about something so if I'm out in this like where is that well cap and I can like oh man I made a video of that last time and I can like dig back there and I'll and I'll find it like <laughs> all 2,000 some odd posts I got on there and and it just kind of worked yeah. out it's cool that people seem to kind of follow along and they enjoy uh my videos like I go out to the grocery store and hey I love watching your videos and you know, it's, it's just kind of a fun thing and I just kind of keep going with it and I don't know it just kind of happened and <laughs> just having fun. That's awesome. Yet. How's uh, uh how uh how have brand uh, brand partnerships affected your content though? Like what do you consider when deciding uh what partnership to, uh, when to partnership with the company like do you do you have companies reaching out to you all the time or do you I would, like how I wouldn't do you say I have companies that? reaching out to me all the time but when I find a product that I like I just kind of start showing it off like hey man like look at this stuff this is a this is great this is what I use all the time and like you'll always see me in a bad work gear and keen work boots and like it's it just I don't know. It just uh, first of all, I like the. Stuff. Have you ever shut a company down? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I shut some people down. Like I just can't. I can't show yeah. this stuff off. Like, you know, these things are pretty invisible, all right? So. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I actually got that message today too. <laughs> the, the, the invisible boots. Yeah, like, message me today. Hey, do you want some free boots? Yeah, like, no, thank I, you. Eh? <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, like uh, most of the time, it's just like I just show, I guess, a passion towards a product, and they kind of like reach out, like, "Hey, man, we see you really like our stuff. Like, uh, you know, you want to? We could maybe work together on some uh, on some things." And, and it just uh, like I never seek or search. Like, if it, I just if I let it, if it happens, it happens. If somebody messages me and they ghost, I don't. Hey, oh, is something coming along there? Or you know, I just whatever. And you know, if I hear yeah. from them a couple months later right on but, uh... so, so for people that you know kind of want to follow the same path like what we do like what what's something that you can share as a strategy or something that you you do day to day that kind of helps you create your content or gets you to where you are today that, that you could say as a tip i would probably say like just don't give up like don't be discouraged just just do it for you. Just throw your, whatever you think is fun and cool. Like you just throw it on there and, and show your personality. And if, and if somebody likes that, they're going to reach out. So, but yeah, don't give up. Like that's what I like everyone like, Hey, how do you, uh, you know, how do you get stuff free stuff sent to you? I just, I just have fun, man. <laughs> and they, and people will reach out, like just be yourself.
Yeah, I think that's a very important part, right? A lot of people think you have to be really serious about it and they always keep looking at their likes or their followers. I think a lot of people don't understand that part of posting is kind of like documenting yourself and the work that you do. And it's a lot easier to do so. Um, and, and, and for you, it's, it's great because it becomes a resume all the time. I tell my guys the same thing. And I think that people don't need to dwell on it too much, but actually just document the process and things come along the way because you might not find something that's interesting, but somebody else does. And I think one of the biggest things a lot of people make mistakes on is that they want to get that piece of perfect content that they believe is the best. And then afterwards <laughs> they will try to, they will try to think that it's going to be the best piece. And then when they post it, they find out there's like, I don't know, 50 people or a hundred people watching it right when they're expecting more so i think one of the bigger things that we've always talked about with people and the brands we work with is that you have to know that you are not the audience the audience will dictate how good the piece of content is not mm -hmm. yourself so i i would say that's a great tip for other people that they want to know as well i think um i think a big thing for people posting online too is they're scared to post because they're they're, uh, they're scared of the negative feedback and the criticism that they're going to get from people and they're, they're intimidated by it. I, I know you, I, I've followed you for a while and I know you have a new, unique way of dealing with the <laughs> negative comments and the criticism, like, and, and you, and you really egg it on and I love it. Um, so what kind of advice do you have people for, for that? You know what I mean? Like you, have you ever taken it seriously? Or do you just joke back with them? I just kind of joke back with them. Like, it just honestly surprises me that people can be just so mean about something. Like, you know, they just see something not done their way. And it's just like, wow. Like, like you know, Instagram's not shit. even bad at all. Like, <laughs> like, Facebook is unreal. Like, I just sit there sometimes like, holy jeez, man. Like, I couldn't imagine saying that to someone. Like, like but I don't know. Everybody's different. And that's maybe how they think that they get free stuff is being mean to people. So yeah. what am I to say? <laughs> yeah. So what, what do you reply back to them? I usually just like, if it's like, really, I'll just, if it's something totally bogus, I just kind of ignore it or I'll even just like delete it just to kind of like, Hey man, like maybe you'll regret that later. And I'll just do you the favor of deleting it for you. Or sometimes I'll just leave it up there or I'll just, you know, I, my, my way is, is just kill people with kindness. Just be kind to everyone, even if they don't deserve it. And I've had a lot of people, like, especially a couple guys on Facebook that just razzed me so hard. And then they ended up, you know, just coming around and now they're like fans of me. And if other people start, start picking on me, they'll like stand up for me in the comments. So I don't have to do anything. <laughs> you're a typical Canadian. You're a typical Canadian, bro. You're Honestly, from Ontario. There's so many times where you, like, how many times have you got haters and then you have to like really look into it and you're like, man, fuck, I really want to tell this guy. To fuck you know, off. there's lots, but then like, that's part of me is thinking, like, you know, I'm working with these companies, and if you're running around telling people to screw off all the time, well, I don't know, that guy tells people to f off. He's not a nice guy, so like. You know, you always got to kind of represent yourself <laughs> yeah. as like, as though everybody's watching and like everything that you do on here is on here forever. So that's exactly what I do. Like I get to a point where I just, I press like, and I write same. <laughs> I've been telling Adam, I do the same shit every time. Like if I don't want to answer you, I'm just going to write same. And then after I'm wrong. I like the, I like the clown emoji. Yeah. I like the clown emoji. That's my favorite. Just the clown emoji. <laughs> and just leave it. Cause usually you get a, co a comment back. You get more engagement with the clown emoji. <laughs> so, so here's a question 
question for you because everybody thinks that creating content is really easy and people get free shit all the time. First of all, let me change that mindset. It's not as easy as everybody thinks it is because every day you got to think about the piece of content you want to be creating and you got to edit it and you got to put it out there. And if you're actually working on brands, sometimes they want to see the videos before it goes out. So Derek, for you, my question is like, how do you manage that time between creating that content and then doing the work as well? Uh, you know what? I just, I would just try to keep that camera rolling all the time and just see what kind of magic I can work out on the, uh, the editing room floor later. Like you say, back to when you were talking about people are like holding back on what they want to post and unsure, but like, you know, I'll make a video that I think is going to be a real banger. And then like, Oh, did all right. And then I'll throw something. I'm like, shit, man, I haven't posted in like yeah. two, three days. I better throw something up here. And then like, just take off. Like, like what, the, what the heck? <laughs> so man, just, just do it. Just keep I've it real. That. And that's, what's fun. You know, like that's what people want to see. They don't want to see like, professional quality lighting this or that like they just you know keep it real like what's going on man keep it real. Yeah. they want some Derek for real and then so when do you think when do you think oh, you're sorry to cut you off but like when do you think your your kind of like influencer status kind of escalated was it after rigid experience or do you feel like like when did you your stuff well, start really rolling still don't feel like it's like we're really rolling or like you know it's, it's just kind of, it's, it almost feels funny when people yeah. say that that kind of stuff to me like oh when they get oh when they talk oh i see does. you got this big following and it's like oh cool you know like it's neat and all but like like it's i don't know i just do it for for fun you know like it's just fun for me but uh back here like well, how do you find time like creating content like when it's just no pressure that's my favorite but when you start like you know, you get these contracts and like, oh, you got to submit this and we got to approve it. And, you know, can you shorten this up a little bit? And, oh, maybe do this. And then like, ooh, the pressure's on. You got these deadlines and stuff. I, it gets a little bit stressful, but, you know, I, I always manage to pull it off. The worst I say is, you know what? They don't like it. Then I got some free tools, but I won't get paid. So no big deal. <laughs> well, our, our, last, our last one was pretty fun, right? How, how did you like doing the doll one? That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was like, uh, I never, like, and there's a video too, like, just in this little crawl space, just slip this valve in here, meh, like, that one's doing crazy, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's good news. I think, I think every time you're sitting close to your, your, uh, your metal, your metal shed there, it just blocks off some signals and you start cutting up again. <laughs> you're not allowed to sit there. No more sitting. I'm going to keep pacing the yeah. nervous pace yeah, back and forth the property. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have a camera just filming yourself and you're probably walking around yeah people are like what's this guy doing as they drive by <laughs> i guess everybody else uh, have you have you ever got caught have you ever got caught filming and people and it like be awkward like i set up my tripod sometimes and then someone comes in and you have to explain to them what you're doing and it's like uh, no, I live in a weird. I you live in a pretty small like town, so no? like a lot of people know me, so it's almost like expected of me. But like, I've been caught, but I just I don't really care. Like, <laughs> hey, I'll just like, hey, I'm just you know filming this. I'm like, okay, cool, you know, whatever. Or I'll have some people show up like, hey, are you gonna film a video today? Like, oh, I don't know, we'll see, maybe. Like, <laughs> have uh, have, how many people do you? How many people are in your population? Uh, I'm, I live like? in Kirkland Lake, Ontario. And I think on the sign coming yeah. in, I, it might say 10,000, but I think we're maybe like, maybe around like seven or 8,000, but always, always climbing. Jesus. 
Have you, so yeah. I have a deeper question. I mean, cause I, I come across this sometimes too, but too, but um, what do you do when you have a creative block? Like you, you find yourself that you can't create any content and you can't think about what you're doing next. Like, well, what, what, what do you do when that happens? I, I, I don't know. I haven't, you know what? I haven't really had one of those yet. I just kind of actually, I'll, you know, okay. Creative block is like, Hey, I haven't posted in a few days. I'll just like grab one of my old phones and like dig through and find a video and try to edit it fancier. Cause like your editing skills get better, better all the time. So, but yeah, like I haven't really hit a time yet. Like where I've hit any lulls, like since I, I think I've been started posting in like 2018 and I've been posting yeah. pretty consistently since then. Like I've got 2,200 and some posts. That's what I keep track of. That, that's good. That's good. I mean, I used to, I used to have it. So like what I would tell people instead is just, I tell my guys the same thing because I make them post. They get paid to post by the way. Nice. Um, I tell my guys, you can just grab a tool and just take a video of it. It takes like five to 10 seconds and you just show yourself using a tool and that's what you can get. What? One of my employees commented, he's like, I always get caught up in the work and I don't want my boss catching me filming. And I, I wrote him like, I want you to film. <laughs> I want you to film and get content. I'm like, do it, man. Like, I'm not out there getting on the tools as much yeah. anymore. I need you to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it, it, it is tough to even think about it. But I think the hardest, the hardest is just, you know, managing your schedule because, you know, we go back to talking about everybody thinking it's just so simple. I mean, like everybody's pissed off that we get free tools or whatever the hell that we have, or we get trips or whatever, but they don't understand the amount of work that goes with it. You know, I think not enough people know that I'm up at 12, 12 AM at night to one, 1 AM. And all of a sudden on top of my head, you know, you got a creative <laughs> idea that all of a sudden now, now you're editing and all of a sudden now you're posting, right? It's not, it's not just a, one-time job where I just threw that video like I had to cut that video out of like a five-minute video that I've taken and then we have to add music to it and then afterwards you have to do all that other shit and then nationally you got to work with all your sponsors and you got to have emails back and forth about it of what you have to post to create campaigns for it so you know there are haters out there but people watching this you have to know a lot more about that side of the business because there is a marketing side of it and at the same time for the people that we talk to and listen to us a lot they are looking for the information we're giving out and they're interested in what there is out there. That's new. Yeah, it's tough, man. Like I have, I filmed a bunch of stuff this week. Uh, I did those six pumps on Thursday, Friday last week. And then we did a home Depot finishing, uh, this week. And like, I filmed a ton of stuff. I just haven't had time to go through all the videos to edit it. Like that's the, mm -hmm. that's the hardest part going through the videos that you took and then editing it and putting it together. I could probably do five or six videos out of the stuff that I made. It's just finding the time to do it. And yeah. that takes time longer than it yeah. does to film. Absolutely. Imagine how you match that while running your business and at the same time running <laughs> I was, the other I business. I was just going to add that oh, while like doing your rate and like your regular day-to-day -day stuff and your chores at home and everything that goes with it. So, And you know what? Like Tom Pay is right. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't see that as well. And they think that they're going to get in trouble, but I'm hundred percent sure your boss wants you to film because they're, I always say this, there was a time where my guy Daryl was filming to, to replace the sink. And then one of the countertops were scratched up and then the contractor tried to blame on us. And we pulled that video back up and our video literally had him place all his tools on cardboard. And we told the guy to fuck off because they try to literally try to blame it on us. I mean, those are the times when filming and pictures really come together.
So, see, like, there's three things that go with it. It's, it's like now you got insurance to if anybody were to blame to you, and then now you got content. And at the same time, it's also a document for yourself that in the future, if you want to show it to your friends or your kids that you can, or your customers, if you start your own business that you kind of think, damn, it's all exactly, there. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I always tell my guys, CRA, cover your ass, or CYA, see ya, yeah. cover your ass. Because, like, take as many pictures as you can, upload them, because as soon as a client comes to me and says, your plumber did this, I can go right back to those photos and be like, no, he didn't. You know what I mean? And I'll defend my guys until I can't defend my guys. 101, yeah. exactly. So, Derek, you've done a couple videos where uh, I've seen a lot where you get wet. So is it is it in that shed that you were just in, or where where do you get wet? Oh, that's like most of the videos that are like staged or set up right behind this door here. I'm actually gonna try running in here quick to grab my water, but uh, you might cut out. But I'm gonna run right back outside. I'm gonna grab water and a chair. All right, we'll, we'll wait for you. And I'll, we'll I'll try to show water. you like that's the, 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 this is the water zone. Get a gonna, thirty second water break. Hey, that's the backboard that's that we the see spot. on the spot. That's all my favorites up there. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like Navia. I got my Navia, big rigid banner on the roof. Or the ceiling, I should say. That's nice. not the roof. And then my my the bad roof. banner and my Milwaukee sign that uh, Wolseley gave me once upon a time. Nice little office you definitely have up there. Thank you. Where do you shop? Where do you shop out there the most? Like for your plumbing, do you use? Yeah, I got to order all my stuff comes from North Bay. It's about a three hour haul, two and a half hour, three hour haul. Oh, so I got to pretty well stay pretty equipped. Uh, we do have a home hardware and a yeah. Canadian tire here. They might be able to pull you out of a jam. Surprisingly, you should see the, you talked about yeah. Dal valve earlier. The selection at home hardware is, I don't know. They might have saw my video. They got those little hose connectors in there, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> that is. You're you're the local celebrity, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so you're probably you're probably being out there and you're running into emergency. You don't have parts and you can't find parts. You, oh yeah, you gotta ring stuff up. Yeah, yeah. Quite a you bit. gotta like yeah. the master yeah. kind of pulling people out of a jam or you know what to get through. You know, just to to keep the water on, like had like uh, maintenance guys drop gate valves and shut down the whole wing of a hospital and come in there and get the place going with a piece of half inch packs <laughs> in, a, in like five minutes, you know, jump off a hose over here, over to the laundry well, room that's a... and okay, what can we do to get this resolved here? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's the thing though. A lot of plumbers go into uh, jobs and they're like, wow, what did this plumber do? What a hack. But you don't know what position they, that plumber was in to get that up and running for that client or what the client wanted yeah. to pay for. For sure. Right? Yeah. Like, I'll get people coming in, like so. they'll show me some stuff. Like, what do you think this guy did? Like, uh, I will never bash anyone because you never look good making someone look bad. Yeah. I've gotten yeah. jobs where they're like, oh, your price is more expensive. But you know, that guy just came in here and just smashed you the whole time. And I wanted you after that. It's like, hey, right on. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the regular thing, right? When you're not good, you'll smash everybody. That's what I feel. Like, when you're good enough, there's no reason yeah. to talk bad about anybody because unless it's really bad and it can kill somebody, yeah, exactly, that's why yeah. I go to town. Gas stuff, that's a different story, you know? Yeah. Like, don't want to be playing yeah. with that. But, you know, you get people a little wet, that's... <laughs> yeah, I, I got a question for you, too. So, like... 
before you film, what are some behind the scenes kind of things that take over? Like, how do you prep yourself and how many runs does it usually take for you to kind of make one of those videos? And, you know, especially the ones where you're getting yourself wet and your hair wet. Have you screwed up on one of those scenes that afterwards you had to change out and then go back to being dry and then doing that scene again? I did uh, the shark bite video there that where I like come in yeah. and I'm like marching around and ah, I had to do that twice. And the first time I did that <laughs> stupid, I didn't have gloves on. I slipped and I took like a big scoop out of my hand and everything. And I'm like, oh, you're stupid, man. <laughs> stupid, stupid. And then, you know, you know, dry yourself <laughs> up a little bit, set it all up, mop the floor, you know, do the retake, put some gloves on, <laughs> make freaking sure. Yeah, that's pretty well. Oh, like, so, you need, so what you're telling us is you need insurance and you need WorkSafe <laughs> to be making videos as well. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's one thing, like you know, there's your, your your candid videos where you just throw the the phone up. You know, like it could be a 30 minute video and you speed it up, you slow it down, you you remember a spot where you looked at the camera and did a little wink or something, and you you know pause it there, yeah. or you know you do that kind of thing. But then there's like the stage videos and yeah, those, those always take a few goes sometimes. Like the odd time I'll nail it on the first go, but there. I've, I've had times where I'm like, cause I do a lot of ones where I speak to the camera about a product. Right. And then I start speaking and I'm like, I, I fuck up the words. I'm like, fuck, and I'll do it again. And then like, sometimes you do get it in one turn. And then, but then sometimes you get like four or five times where you're in the middle and you're like, oh, I'm doing really well. Cause you think that you're doing well as you're doing it. And then you fucking miss the words and you say fuck again. And you have to start all over again. That's, those are the worst times. Yeah, I find. Yeah, we, I have my, I have my guy in my office that tries to film us for jobs. And then he always wants me to talk in front of the camera, like stand there and explain the job. And I'm like, I can't, it's so hard. Like, cause then you get nervous and you're like, what am I going to say? And yeah, it's just not my, not my thing. Can't do no, it. No, definitely, definitely not. No. Anyways, are you going to any uh, trade shows? Uh, you think you're going to make it out to wet or a I'm going to try to do one. Job? I'm going to pipeline on uh, Tuesday pretty pumped about that oh yeah so, oh yeah yeah you're gonna be a twig yeah and have a blast yeah. it's gonna be a lot of fun there's a there's quite a few people going oh, down i keep go. finding out all the time so i think george george is, george yeah, is going cool. down this year oh, as well cool. yeah i just had a conversation yeah. with him so george said that he was heading down i'm not sure who else but uh who you know adam and i are just here we're just gonna be chilling right because we got no invite we'll yeah. make our own invite yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got I got all this Milwaukee stuff, but I don't, I don't know you're not getting, getting a, get an invite or anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's cool, man. Like I know I'm hitting up AHR this year. I know I'm hitting wet this year. I didn't go to wet last year, so it'd be it'll be cool to finally meet you if you if you go with any of those shows, and then maybe yeah, uh, yeah. CMPX. I could definitely probably try to do the city. CMPX. Like that's like pretty close by. That's easy for me to do that one. Now that it's back on, like they yeah, just started that one up again. Hey, they have the, did they have one this year, or is this going to be like the first one since the big ordeal there? No, they had it. They had one not last year, the year before. They do it every two years. So um, they the one right after COVID, it was actually really good. They did a really good job with it. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do this year. They had it, but it's just in different places. Because last year I thought we had one. Was it in BC or was it not? It was. Maybe, maybe, maybe they, isn't it like every, every other year? Oh, you're talking about CMPX. Yeah, CMPX. Yeah, CMPX. Yeah, CMPX. 
Yeah. Were you there? Yeah. I think CMPX. Were you there at the last CMPX? No, there? that was the way they had like the uh, Plumber World meetup or whatever. I think. I know. Okay, I yeah, yeah. That when I was uh, on vacation, I think. Oh, it's it's a vacation when you go yeah, to the shows is. too. Yeah. Well, Adam, Adam and I <laughs> oh, know yeah, about this. that. I don't even know how many. Uh, yeah, I, I always catch I always catch Terrence drinking water when he's recording. I was yelling him. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. And then all of a sudden, he has. I'm not an alcohol like, oh, guy. I told this this guy this guy grows in his backyard or wherever, but he's not bringing any bud for me when he's out there. So I don't know what he wants me to do because <laughs> I don't. Drink. You live in BC. You live in yeah, BC, well, man. You probably the have the best bud out there. Yeah. Uh, that's a funny topic. You, you, talking about that on social media, it's like, it's still, you still feel like you're walking on eggshells. I find it so crazy, like to, to go from like, you know, when a, you're yeah. a young kid, like sneaking up laneways into these back doors and like, how long should I stay? When should I, when does the cops come in? And you know, to like now yeah. walking into this place and there's red carpet and velvet ropes and like these big massive logs <laughs> carved out with displays inside of them. Like what the frig, what business world? This is crazy. But <laughs> and, the, and the strains before you just got like a strain yeah. and like tinfoil and you didn't, you didn't ask for a business. It's hydro. It's like gross weed. Now you got like this, yeah. like this big list. Like, what the hell? So I, I, I got a question like oh. for other than you thinking about certain things of how you create your content like do you ever think about the strategy of you creating content like do you think about the algorithms change do you watch those kind of videos to kind of think about what time you need to post or uh or what kind of content you need to post do you try to strive more on the educational side or do you just not think about that stuff at all and it's just about what am i going to do today i'm thinking of filming this product and this is what i'm going to do like how, how does that process work for you? i pretty much just like i said i just keep the camera rolling and uh just keep pumping out content i don't try to think like oh i gotta post at seven or four o'clock or whatever i just gotta post at some point just keep posting and then do you do you go look back into the success of it to see how well something does and then you think about how well it does and try to mimic the oh, last video like that oh well, i see like again. i do but i don't because like i just don't understand it like there i have there's that one uh there's a video of me just like chopping in a two-inch bow and it's got like 2 million views on Facebook and people are just like fighting in the comments. And like, I don't even, cause I have notifications turned off. So like all of a sudden yeah. I'll just like the odd time I'll just get this like, Oh, what's going on here? And I'll just click and like, Holy shit, this video is doing good. Like, wow. <laughs> and then you start going through the comments and like, Holy geez. And it's like, I can't even begin to start to explain myself. Like, you know, oh, whatever. Yeah. And you just, and you just kind of let it go. That's like, that's like Facebook world. Like I just kind of dump videos on there and the odd time uh, uh, if it does well. I can't tell you how many people called me stupid and not knowing how to use a Milwaukee cup. It's been amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been oh, amazing. I, mean, I, got, like, I wake up, I wake up with the best negativity ever. I don't even know how like to I've deal a, with it. You know, and, and the funniest thing <laughs> is I've always thought that YouTube had meaner people, but you're right. Like Facebook has no bars. Like, they don't even care who you are. They'll be racist. They'll call you funny names. They'll call you an idiot. They'll call you a retard. Every kind of word out there that can hurt your soul. They'll try and the one thing I've noticed is the person that's going to do that is an older dude with an animal for a profile picture. 100%. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> animal. 
Dude, I, uh, I've been posting on Facebook, but I think I, my Facebook is like super private. So like, I think only the people that follow me can see it. I got to change that. I want to, I want to get some negative comments. I enjoy the negative. That was crazy. Comments. Like I, I opened up my, like you said, like I was, my was private and then I just kind of was getting bored of Facebook to see them. Like, you know what? I'm just going to start bombarding Facebook with my videos too. And, uh, Man, like yeah. in like one month, I had like twenty thousand followers. I was just like, "Holy jeez!" And I think I'm sitting around like thirty or thirty-one thousand on there now. Like it's just friggin' crazy. I don't, I don't get it. And yeah, I had, I had a bunch on Facebook from when I was younger because I went from MySpace. Like MySpace was a big thing. I don't know if you guys were ever on MySpace. And then you had like your top eight, and if your friends weren't in the top eight, they got butt hurt. And then you went to Facebook, and at Facebook, I had a bunch of people from touring and stuff like that, but I don't know, man. I never, I kind of fell off Facebook quite really hard when Instagram came around, and now I'm kind of going I, back I just have a little post bit. on both of them, like, because you, you can post yeah. on both, yeah. right? And, and Facebook is interesting, because Facebook right now, they always give money towards it, because you can choose to have a ad play after your video plays to monetize it. But the shittiest yes. part about Facebook and monetizing on the reels is the fact that when you monetize for the Facebook reels and you post the reels from Instagram, Instagram doesn't tell you whether or not that music you use is up for monetization or not. So there's a lot of videos that do very well for me for Facebook where I could have got paid, but the fact that I didn't know that the music is, um, has the copyrights, it becomes a useless video. And then, and then, and then the worst part about Facebook, I don't know if you know, Derek, you probably know, it's just that you have to get to a hundred dollars in ad revenue before they pay you. And I think if you don't get to a hundred, they don't even I've pay you. I've never made a dollar off of uh, Facebook because every, everything I post, I get a notification that it will not be monetized because I'm using copyrighted <laughs> audio. So that's the worst part. <laughs> every time. Every time. It's like the best audio though. The trending audio is the one that makes them best videos but for some reason you can't make money off and that's the question i get from a lot of people too yeah. like, hey, i posted a video and i got this thing and i'm like i ah, just ignore it like what do you do i'm like ah, i just appeal it safe like free use in the uh, public domain or whatever and yeah. i don't know i might get nailed one day do you really like shark by things as much as you say who's that who's that towards connor are you asking about derek or are you asking me i think they're free they're great like you know i don't like it's not like i'm gonna go and install a house in them but with them but if i get called out on a saturday night and there's a crawl space and i don't have to drag my press gun in there and i can you know get in and out and do a job that i know is going to be good and sound like i don't see any problem using them at all i don't dude for you it'd be it'd be key like you stock up on shark bite fittings and you don't have yeah, a supplier like, close by like it'd be that i say yeah. that's almost perfect for you like in a situation where you have to wait for a press fitting to come yeah, in like or I, keep, I, I don't either and I, and I think people always get the wrong message. Like, I don't, I don't, first of all, I don't hate shark bite and I don't think much of it. I, I just think that there's a time and place to uh, use Absolutely. It's just and, like a bag of tricks. You've got this big sack of like, Hey, what can I pull out of here to save the day? And you know, yeah. the more you have in there, the better. It's like, I'm not going to be, oh, I don't use shark bites or oh, I'm going to solder and then be working my yeah. arse off all, all weekend just because I'm stubborn. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Dude, how many in Germany, Terrence? How many companies oh, were promoting push fit? Dude, it was like the Germany. whole floor. Everything is it's like the whole there. floor. Like I don't know how Shark Bite gets a bad name because DIY people use it, but 
it's honestly not a terrible product. Like I did a whole heating room on it and people are still hating on it. Like, dude, I haven't leaked for the past three years. It's a low pressure system, which is fine, but at least you know that it's working. But second of all, when we've done the video for it, like I have no, like, between all of us, like I really think that the Shark Bike Max is amazing. Yeah, like, it's a lot yeah. easier to use. When I've used it and I pushed it in, so easy to insert for real. And it's actually really easy to take off. So a lot of people are hating on it, but like, dude, get that shit in your hands and actually try it first before you start hating on it because, you know, there's a reason why people get second chances. Just like Navian, right? Like if we're talking about Navian, a lot of people don't understand. Before Navian was the leading tankless water heater of, of North America, they were last. They had their NRs, they had their shitty systems, and they had to keep making their system better and better and stand behind their product to become what they are today, right? And I think a lot of people never give those chances. And then by the time it really gets to the top, then they switch to the whole mindset and be like, oh, now I want to be part of this. And like, this is Navi and so cool all of a sudden. But before that, people were hating on it, saying the NRs were shit. So, you know, whether we like a product or not, I think, you know, you got to look at the test of time and you also look at the company, if they stand behind the product or not. And just because we're doing videos for it, I've never said that I like shark bite fittings. I don't know if Derek has said it, but I think what we're trying to majorly do a lot of times is to, to share with a lot of the audience that there is that product out there that you can use. But if we're naturally endorsing that, that's a different story. If we didn't say we endorse it, yeah. I don't know why people keep telling us that we're fucking shark bite lovers, right? <laughs> like, we're just trying to show people. We're just trying to show you what product is out there to help you in the situation that you're in. Because it, it, it's, it's useful for a certain situation. Just like ProPress is, just like soldering is, just like Victolic is, like there is this, for any situation, there's a product and SharkBite is as, as mm -hmm. their niche. Absolutely. And, and a lot of people don't know, like it's all under the same umbrella. If you think SharkBite was so bad, well, why are you using the hold right stuff? Why are you using the seismic strap for expansion tanks? Maybe you shouldn't do that either because that seismic strap might make your tank leak, right? Or they're <laughs> just so uneducated too that they just like, just any push connect fitting is a shark bite just all around like oh like they, they just you know one's bad so they they're just all under the same umbrella so dude in your in europe they had wow. push fit drainage oh yeah like remember the drainage oh, yeah. stuff the push fit drainage was crazy like it's the stuff that they have over there that's push fit is so much that's that's their normal stuff that they go with every day but here everybody hates against it just because they uh, you know, also what I find is a lot of times it's not shark bite, it's the other company, right? Like the amount of shark bites I thought I'd taken off that I thought were shark bites were actually not shark bite. They were aqua dynamic. It was a Home Depot brand. So a lot of people also get that mixed up and they think that because it's the same technology that somehow it's shark bite and then the easiest thing to default to. Right? I, 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 I like this when you do that. Yeah, <laughs> It's like this, though. The pipe goes in the fish. Well, it's the hub to hub. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, I, I, we're not going to go to that it's side really anymore. Easy. <laughs> so, so, Derek, now that you've been, like, doing this creator thing for a while, like, have you ever had a time where you kind of felt like you had a significant impact on some of your followers uh, to help them make decisions for what they do for their work? Uh, I've had a few guys, like, you know, where I've posted a video and then they'll just send private message me, like, a picture of them doing something or a video of them doing something that I did. And thanks a lot, brother. You really saved the day for me today. And that, to me, that's, like, the coolest thing right there. 
just like you know like a, a private yeah. message saying hey like thanks for your help not like you know i don't know that's what's it pretty cool it's it's awkward it's what's awkward an instance was it was an instance that happened like i want to i want a story uh, on that. Uh, i'm out and uh, they're doing a bunch of road work at a uh, community a little east of me and uh so they got surface water lines running all over the place and uh they have me out there a lot of places have vacuum breakers on the hose bib so you can't feed water into the home with that so at first i was ripping these all out and putting regular non-freeze hose bibs in with the little vacuum breaker you could remove from the end and then we'll put it on in the end keep it on there but then i'm like oh man maybe i could i got to be able to think of something this sucks having to like crawl in all these like muddy basements like i got to be able to do something so i just took a little half mip adapter with a cap and a little chunk of solder threaded the vacuum breaker out put a big wad of t-tape on there and some uh, pipe dope threaded in there and then i took the vacuum breaker and taped it around the uh the little stub on the copper cap and that does the trick and there's a guy that was doing the same thing and he sent me a picture man you're a lifesaver <laughs> i thought that was pretty cool and that was just recently <laughs> too <laughs> that's that's definitely a good feel i mean when you're able to help people and i think that's that's the other side that kind of brushes all the haters out that when you actually share something that's well enough to help people um, it's a great feeling mm -hmm. and you kind of build your own community oh, yeah. of people that kind of trust you and what you do and they do want to watch more of your videos to actually learn what's out there i think that that's a very great feeling at the end of the day yeah and then like obviously too you know the, sure. the nice comments are nice when someone's like hey man like i never thought of using that tool like that like you're really smart like thanks man like you know that's that's cool <laughs> 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 Oh man, there's so many things that you can learn from people online. Like, like I started on Instagram when I was a first year apprentice, dude. I didn't have a passion for plumbing whatsoever, but I leaned on a bunch of people on Instagram to find a passion for plumbing. And now it's nice to kind of return the favor. I'm like nine years in, and now I have guys looking up to me or like messaging me the same way that I was messaging like other people on social media. Right, and it's just a full circle. And so, Adam's biggest Adam's biggest tip is probably saying don't fight with people on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's not it's not worth it. You know, it's not worth the time. Like, just ignore it. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just laugh now. I I, I wasn't like that before, but you know, I've grown yeah. up. I'm a big boy yeah. now. I don't I don't fight with people no more. <laughs> no, it, it gets to you, man. It, it really get... gets to you. But you know, it, it's interesting. I think it probably bothers my mom more than it bothers me. I ever, oh, some of those comments are so nasty. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't even care. Don't worry about it. Like, get your mom. Like, oh, yeah, look at the comments coming like, from know. a friggin' golden doodle. Give it a, give it a, like, like, yeah, golden doodle. It's that guy with the same yeah. hat. <laughs> it's that guy that owns a golden yeah. doodle. How tough could he be? He has a golden doodle. <laughs> But you know, before we leave, I, I do appreciate everybody that came in today to watch Derek. I think the turnout was fantastic. I hope you guys learned something about content creators and what we do, what Derek does. And maybe before we leave, uh, Derek, any word of advice for people who are in the trades or they kind of want to be a content creator or influencer, what do you got for them? Don't give up, have fun and just stick with it. Enjoy yourself. That's a, that's, that's a great tip, is, man. Like, you know what, Derek? Yeah. yeah. Don't take we anything got, too serious. Uh, we got to chat soon because.
because we have something else for you. Uh, we're going to have Derek and I posting something about Navian soon, and I'm going to talk to Derek about that. So we're going to be very excited to be working together. Again. Awesome. Thank you both for so having me on here. And until next time. Thank you very much for being here today. If you guys, anybody <laughs> that's watching has any questions, uh, give us a shout. This will be on Adam's page and my page, and hopefully we can put it on Derek's page as well. So thank you guys for watching, and thank you, Derek. And thank you, Adam. Thanks for having me. Take care, See guys. You guys. See you guys. Later. Yeah. Peace.